Greetings and welcome to episode 57 of the Chirping the Cats podcast. I'm your host, David's work, and uh, yeah, wow, wow, like, wow. Uh, a blockbuster trade that nobody really saw coming, including the people directly involved and impacted by the trade, but I mean, yeah, ha- have you picked your jaws up off the floor yet after this one? Uh, the Panthers went out and, I mean, just when you thought they were done, right? Um, they go out and pull off one of the biggest blockbusters the league, the league has seen in a long time. Uh, bringing in Matthew Kachuk, one of the uh, best and brightest, the guy viewed universally across the league as, uh, you know, leading the charge of the next generation, really. I, I mean, you've got, you know, you've got Connor McDavid, you've got Austin Matthews. Uh, you know, those guys are obviously the top, tippy top of the mountain um but Matthew Kachuk at 24 years old already with a 100 point season under his belt and still growing into it he's yet to reach his peak his best years are still in front of him so the Panthers went out and uh acquired Kachuk uh rather swiftly when it uh when it kind of came about that he was available and uh, they had to give up a lot to get him uh they gave up two fan favorite players particularly uh Jonathan Huberto, an MVP candidate last year. He had a 115-point season. Uh, he had been with the Panthers since he was drafted 10 years ago, um, had grown with the franchise. Fans had grown to love him. Uh, he was traded in this deal, and Mackenzie Weeger was traded in this deal, both homegrown players, both drafted by Florida. Um, now they're off to Calgary, along with uh, Prospect and Cole Schwint, who's nothing to sneeze at at all. One of uh, the brighter spots in Florida's talent pool had to go, and they also had to give a first-round pick in this trade. Uh, Why, right? Why did they give up so much? Well, it's because, A, Huberto and Weger are both on expiring contracts. They're both going to be free agents at the end of this year. Uh, Whether or not they sign in Calgary, maybe they both will, maybe one will. There's no guarantees on Calgary's end at all. They could end up losing both players. Um, so there had to be some sweetener to the deal for that. And that's why you saw Cole Schwint added. That's why you, there was a first round pick involved in the deal as well. That's why Florida had to pay such a high price. So earlier today at FLA Live Arena, which is still the name for how long I do not know, uh, the Panthers introduced Matthew Kitchuk to the South Florida media. Uh, there was some really interesting information that came from the press conference. Uh, he sat up there with Bill Zito. Uh, they spoke to the media for, you know, 20, 25 minutes. It was kind of funny, uh, walking in. There was, you know, everybody was there. All the South Florida media guys were there. Um, you know, the typical hockey crowd guys were there. Some of the, you know, the, you know, AP, Tim Reynolds was there. You know, George was there. Uh, Aaron from the Hockey News. Colby from George's website was there. Uh, you know, obviously Jameson, Doug Plagans, yeah, you know, the usual crowd. Um, all, all the TV stations I think were there. I'm pretty sure, uh, they were all represented and just, you know, crowd full of media, TV cameras in the background. Kachuk walks in, he's thinking like, you know, Florida's got this reputation as a light media town, which, you know, we are compared to most other hockey uh, markets out there. Uh, but today... You know, there was a good showing, and Kachuk walked in, and he's just like, man, whoever told me the South Florida media that didn't show up was lying. So, uh, yeah, buddy, uh, 
get used to it. That's what happens with winning down here. People start to show up. Um, so anyway, like I said, the Panthers introduced Kachuk to the media today. Some really cool information, some good quotes uh, that came from Kachuk and GM Bill Zito. Um, so I thought I'd share some of that audio with you guys. And uh, so yeah, let's get to it. I'll start with uh, Kachuk, who really seemed to enjoy his first day at FLA Live Arena as a member of the Panthers today. I, I saw him walking around before the presser with his flip-flops on, kind of getting a feel for the place. The, the billboards, the big jumbotron all had his picture on it. Um, and he talked about how excited he was to be here and what drew him to Florida. Very surreal. It, it hasn't fully sunk in yet, if I'm being honest with you. Um, it's been a lot of running around the last few days, but um, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable waking up here. Um, you just get that little bit more excitement uh, knowing where you are, I'm talking with Bill, talking with all the players. Um, it, it seems like a very close group here and a very you know, solid group that's close to winning. And that was the most attractive part for me. So I'm excited to be here. I'm I'm really, uh, you know, getting to know the guys a little bit more just over text. Met a few of them today. Met some of the trainers, equipment guys. So I'm getting more comfortable. So um, I'm sure it's just going to get that much better. We know that the trade kind of came out of nowhere. It started Tuesday with Chuck announcing that he wasn't going to re-sign in Calgary and with his list of teams. And then culminating Friday night, just, you know, three days later with the trade actually being announced and finalized. Uh, while explaining to us how the final hours before the trade went down, which was interesting in itself, Kitchuk also kind of gave a glimpse into the kind of person the 24-year-old kid is away from the rink. I got a call from my uncle, who's the best agent in the world, and um, he called me Friday in the afternoon. He's like, give me a call. Well, first of all, he told me throughout that day, he's like, keep your phone on you. I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. So I went to the beach and I obviously left my phone at home and then did a few other things. And I got a bunch of missed calls. Well, from what I heard, cause I didn't have it. So, um, somebody grabbed me, said, call your uncle. I called him. He said, we might have something done with Florida. I was the happiest person ever. He said, don't tell anybody. I went to my parents' hotel room and told them. And then, um, just had, had a few, um, you know, just think about everything, logistics, everything. I'm like, we can't say anything. Don't want to jinx it. Um, and then in the middle of dinner, I got called saying, we need you to sign something. They sent me the contract. I signed it. I sent it back. They go, well, now you need somebody to sign it as a witness. So I'm like, who in my family would I want to sign it? Obviously my mom who's here today. Um, I think my dad was a little pissed off about that. So she signed it. Um, I went back in with the biggest smile ever. Everybody knew something happened. And then that's where I told everyone. So, uh, it was a crazy, crazy three, four hours. Knowing how quickly the trade came about, it was cool to see how genuinely excited Bill Zito got when talking about the process and the decision-making that had to happen over what we now know was a very short period of time. Well, this, this it only came up last week. It wasn't something that during the process of the evaluation postseason that we would even fathom could be possible. Um, you know, a 24-year-old 100-point guy who's tough, who's mean, who has a personality. I might have to stop, uh, but no. When when you have when you yeah when you have the ability to get this type of asset and add this to this young core that's growing together and that you know I don't think it's a secret that obviously some of the attributes that Matthew brings are areas of the game that we could really could really use collectively in our group. So when that materialized as a reality, then rather quickly we did, you know we had to decide rather quickly 
that this was something to pursue. It was also cool to hear Zito give a breakdown of just how the trade became real, from how he found out uh, that it was possible to his interactions with Flames GM Brad Traveling and his interactions with Matthew Kitchuk himself as it went you know, over a short period of time from, holy crap, this is real, to we just traded for Matthew Kitchuk. I think it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. I got a call um, from, from Matthew's agent, Craig Oster. And uh, I reached out to Calgary right away. And uh, at first, I, I didn't really think it was true. Kind of, ah, come on. And um, spoke to spoke to Brad. Um, and uh, we had a series of discussions. At one point, we spoke. Um, we had a, a real, a real healthy, a lengthy discussion about everything: hockey, South Florida life, the Panthers, our future. Um, it was it was really healthy and interesting. I, I very much enjoyed it. And. Uh, continued to speak to Brad and it culminated on Friday. And uh, once it did, I knew that Matthew and his family were in New Jersey and just, we had to keep it under wraps for a few hours and Friday night, finally it got approved by the league. One thing I wanted to ask Kachuk about was getting to play for a team in the US, you know, being an American kid himself. And where he took that question was really interesting to me. Growing up in non-traditional hockey markets in St. Louis and Phoenix, he really seemed like genuinely excited to continue growing the game of hockey here in South Florida, uh, which was really cool to hear him talk about. Well, I think that I I was born in Arizona. I grew up in St. Louis. Both at the time you know, weren't the Minnesota, Michigan, Boston's not the the huge hockey markets. Um, and from what I've seen, even since I came to play Florida in 2016, my rookie year, it's grown a lot. I think one of the things that I can help, um, you know, on ice, I, I have a a different personality. Um, the way I play, um, I bring a certain swagger that I think will really help this team. Um, and off ice, I have the same the same personality. So I think that. I'm excited for the chance to get to grow the game down here. And I hope that, um, you know, in a few years, uh, nobody on the team can walk outside without somebody saying something to them, kind of like how it uh, it is uh, in some of the other places around the league. And and I think that winning definitely helps that. So we'll take care of it on the ice. And I'm sure it's going to um, attract the next wave of, of Florida hockey players. And that's, that's uh, a really big goal of mine as well. It was pretty shocking last week when the news broke that Kachuk wasn't going to sign a long-term deal in Calgary. Then we heard about the short list of teams he'd accept the trade to, and sure enough, the Panthers were on his list. Awesome, right? But how high were they on that list exactly? To be honest, when I made when I made my little list of teams, yes, they were they were on the on the top of the list. But when I made the list, first and foremost, it was winning. It was not just winning now, but it was winning in the future. I. I you know, if I if I keep hearing about, you know, the past, I'm going to lose my mind because I think that this team, you know, I know some of the players are unhappy with the way things have gone the last few years, too. And I know I wasn't a part of it, but I don't want to keep hearing that. I, I want to worry about the future here. And like we were just talking about the team, all the guys are from my age to 28, 29 or the majority of us sorry. So that was first and foremost, a very attractive part for me is the win now mode and the win in the future. Um, number two is lifestyle. I, I know I'm 24 and I had six unbelievable years in Calgary and it was the best place for me to be at that time. 
but looking ahead, you know, my I'm signed for eight years, but in my mind, I'm I'm here for eight plus. So, however many that'll be, I want to be here for the rest of my career. Um, and number three, I think they have, you know, and a, a bunch of elite players that I can play with and be surrounded by. I know that they have a top three player in the NHL, and that's a fact. Um, unbelievable talent, and a lot of guys that have just continued to get better, like we just talked about with. Um, lots of young guys, but a lot of experienced guys as well. Zito spoke on adding Kachuk to what Florida has been building the past few years. He also touched on what we've all been talking about, which was adding the younger Kachuk seemingly keeps their window open that much longer than maybe it would have with some of the older guys that they traded away. Matthew allows us to, to keep that core. Now we have a 24-year-old fit right in there with, with Sasha, Anton Cummings, Spence, and it allows us just to keep a, a younger core of, of high-end players together, uh, hopefully to grow together, to win together, and uh, it's exciting. One thing that Kachuk and the Panthers have in common is recent playoff disappointment. Looking at the Flames the last few years, this past season they made it to the second round where they lost in five games to Edmonton. They didn't even make the playoffs in 2021. The bubble season, they won a qualifying series before losing in the in the first round to Dallas in six games, and Dallas ended up going to the final. And then the year before that, in 2019, Calgary actually won their division, only to get knocked out in five games in the first round by Colorado. So we know Florida's playoff history. Kachuk has been through some crap in recent years as well. So it's safe to say that he's just as hungry to win and to exercise those playoff demons as his new Florida teammates. I personally um, haven't been on many teams that have had any teams that have, we haven't had play success. So I think that I have that, that bitter taste in my, in my mouth, just like teams had the past few years. So I think that's like a really good thing for like, it's a part of the fit too. Like I, I want to win and I have that hunger to win and I know everybody else in there does. You know, I think it takes first and foremost, you have to have a great regular season. Half the teams get eliminated. So you have to take care of that. I know maybe the mindset can be, you know, we got to change the ocean playoffs. Well, we got to get there. And it's not easy. So we got to get there. Um, and hopefully once we get there, you just take each series as it, as it comes. You can't look ahead. You take care of your, your team. Um, take care of the team you're playing against. You play hard. You play in their face. You have great goaltending. Um, we, have, we, have, we have all the, all the tools here. We have all the players. Um, got a great coach. Um, you know, unbelievable owner from what I've heard. He treats everybody un unreal. And, um, spend the cap. I mean, there's, there's no excuse why this can't, uh, this can't work. So, um, and just want to, you know, I, I want to be here. Like this is, this wasn't me just getting traded and, and me having no say, like I, I chose this. I, I really want this to work. And you now I'm just excited for the possibility of winning here on South Florida. Something I wanted to make sure and ask Zito about was how difficult it was, if at all, to trade a player like Jonathan Huberto, who had been with the team for so long and, who fans and teammates alike had really grown very attached to. It's something that we assume couldn't have been easy, but I wanted to hear it in his own words. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's not something that you take lightly at all um, on, on several different levels, right? Professional, personal, organizational, hockey-wise. And uh, those are hard decisions. Those are really hard decisions that you get paid to make. And in situations like this, when, when you have a player, you know, he's been described as a unicorn. Don't don't take that too seriously, uh, but but 
when you have a young a young player who's entering his prime and continuing to get better and and improve and and you can expect more and more and and add them to a group of already evolving young exciting players i it's just a decision we made to uh you know to really pursue it and pursue it aggressively Kachuk mentioned his swagger a few times and gave us his definition of what that means while also explaining why he feels it's something that will not only help the Panthers succeed as a whole, but also specifically their captain. I think it's just kind of how I, I like live my life too, off ice and on ice. I just have like a confidence that's a good confidence. That's not a cockiness. Um, I think it'll help this team. Um, you know, I think that some of these teams in, in this conference that um, in our division that have had success have that. Um, the team in the, the other end of the state has that. Um, a bunch of teams that have been there have had that. So um, it's it's not up to me to to provide that, um, or it is up to me to provide that. I'm not going to bring it all. So I need to 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 help with that. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's a perfect fit. Um, there's a lot of like I look at a look at a guy like Sasha. He's he looks like from the outside is one of the one of the best captains in the league. Um, he leads by example, but he, you know he has that that quietness to him. You can tell that quiet confidence, and and I think that uh, I'm kind of like the perfect guy to have with him. Where I'm I'm almost like the the other way. Um, I'm not quiet, so I think they can help him, uh, and uh, it'll be beneficial for both of us to have each other. If I can jump in on that one, I had a conversation with someone over the course of that 48 hour period or what have you, and I I. Uh, I drew a parallel between Matthew and uh, if you've ever seen the movie Hoosiers, Jimmy, At the end of the movie where he says, coach, I'll make it. And it's that type of, it's that type of confidence. Give me the ball with, with 20 seconds on the line or I don't know, two seconds, I think in Hoosiers, right? Um, he wants it. He wants the shot. I'll leave you with the quote of the day. And it came when Kachuk was asked about trading the battle of Alberta rivalry between Calgary and Edmonton for the growing rivalry between the Panthers and Tampa Bay. I hate Edmonton, but I hate Tampa more now. So I'm ex I'm excited for those games. Um, they're the team to beat right now. They've had the most success. Um, seems like, you know, for us, we're going to have to go through them at some point. So I'm really excited for that challenge. Playing them not as much as I'm going to play them now. Um, they're a very good team. They play hard, and they're a little bit built different now than they were Let's call it a few years ago. So um, there's there's still a team to beat, and I'm sure we're going to have our our hands full with them. They're they've had the most success, and they know what it takes to win, and and we're going to learn that. So overall, some really great information from the presser with Kachuk and Zito. Lots of positivity and hope for the future, which is to be expected. Now we just have to wait another month or so until training camp arrives, and then the real fun begins. But that's going to do it for episode 57 of the Tripping the Cats podcast. I want to thank Matthew Kachuk and Bill Zito and the Florida Panthers for hosting today's press conference and uh, for the two of them for giving such candid and thoughtful responses. Uh, it's always nice to hear because it doesn't always happen, uh, but we get it a lot down here in South Florida and that's appreciative. And again, it just kind of goes into the whole thing of what Bill Zito is bringing. Character guys, good dudes, and it shows you know from where they are on the ice to when we speak to them from the media. Um, so... Right now, we just have to wait for the season to get here. <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm sure you guys are pumped. Uh, it's it's a new norm in Pantherland, uh, and you know it's good to be along for the ride. 
Uh, please remember, if you're a fan of my work, you can find all my written Panthers coverage on Local10.com, or you can get it on the Local10 app as well. And if you don't already, give me a follow on Twitter, at David Dwork, for all my daily coverage of the Panthers. And also, make sure, you, if you haven't already, smash the subscribe button on this podcast. Uh, leave me a good rating, maybe even a comment as well, if you'd be so kind. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, everybody, as always, please take care, stay safe, be kind, and most importantly, stay cool.